Happy Halloween, everyone. It's Haley. I hope that you all are having a spooky good time. I know tonight is the night that we have some social distance trick-or-treating happening. Uh, We have a little shoot to throw candy down. And I hope that everyone is having a great time uh, dressing up or doing whatever you can during a pandemic Halloween. But in the mindset of keeping it spooky, if you're not able to go anywhere but you want to get maybe a spooky new set of dice, you can use our new code HIDEOUS-OCT for the rest of this month to get dice from Die Hard Dice at 15% discounted. In addition, next month, if you want dice, you need to use our new code HIDEOUS-NOV. So you can see a little bit of a pattern there. Yeah, so in November, you will need to use that specific code. That is what I have for you up top of this episode in the end of our spooky season before our evil interlude content blast that you're going to get in a couple days. So I will say welcome to episode 116. Abandon all hope ye who enter here. liquor and things that go boom then buckle up listener because this one's for you prepare yourself for the hideous laughter podcast hey everybody and welcome back to the hideous laughter podcast episode 116 and we're in Abaddon, I guess. I suppose we're in Abaddon because uh, by my drink, I would have thought I'm in hell. It's a whole new world. A whole new plane. That too. So, Brooks, what are you drinking? Well, I got tequila again, again because... That's, uh, that's worrisome considering these were recorded back to back. Oh no! Since I don't have work tomorrow, I am. Yeah, why not? Uh, Living the dream here. Also, living La Vida Lasco. <laughs> yes, it's good tequila, and I like tequila. So, uh, you know, I'm not alone in drinking tequila today. Against my better judgment, after we got done with the last episode, uh, Brooke said, "Thanks for being a dick to my character." I really like it. I'm going to reward you with some tequila. So uh, I am also taking a shot of tequila before <laughs> drinking a Bell's Oktoberfest, a CBC Oktoberfest, and then a Wolf's Ridge beer that I'm not going to check out right now because I have too many hands full. I'd say cool down, but you're I'm spacing it out. Yeah. You're heating up. Yeah. All right, Brooks. Cheers. Cheers. <sighs> I am also drinking. Guess what? An Oktoberfest from North High again. And I'll have you know, Griffin, I could have brought you the Gimlet uh, Seltzer. Social club. But I showed restraint and I did not. Was it because I threatened to throw it at you? (laughs) Throw it right back at you? It really wasn't. No. No. I just felt like, eh, 
maybe he's had enough. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely have had enough. <laughs> and you speak so highly of of your drink, but yes, I tried to show restraint. Okay. Well, um, speaking of things that are uncharacteristic, Haley, you don't get to play. Yeah, honestly, I'm not sure why I'm here for the second time in a row. Are you drinking something? Uh, yeah, I'm drinking another Chill Fizz uh, Lemon Lime Love drink. But yeah, I'm still just trying to figure out why I'm even here. <laughs> uh, I guess to support Because you, you live guys. here, I guess. You live here, so you're sitting here. But, yeah. Uh, Me too, know. Haley. Yeah, I would have told you you didn't have to be here. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I wouldn't have come. Just me. I guess I'm here to support you guys. Yeah, it's a Saturday. You told him to come over here. And got... <laughs> hey, I have other friends. No, you don't. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Boy. Uh, speaking of other friends, hey, Emily, what are you drinking? So last episode, we used a tuning fork with some marshmallows to shift planes. So this episode, I'm starting out with a platform s'mores yammy. Which is s'mores yammy. Oh, that sucks. It's yeah. so perfect. Yammy. I'm not it's, a huge fan of platform altogether. I haven't I haven't tried it yet. <laughs> Let's see how it goes. What is the yammy part? Oh, because it's they use yams. Yams, it's sweet potato. They, uh, this is Ah uh, man, I love marshmallow, chocolate, and sweet potato. <laughs> yeah. uh, double marshmallow yammy. and sweet potato. Now that's a sweet potato casserole. But yeah, it is. It actually does not taste like marshmallow or sweet potato. It is just like a slightly, just a little bit darker beer with some spice to it. So it isn't that weird at all. Well, speaking of something that is pretty weird and pretty whack, this is a drink. I'm drinking the Patreon beverage tonight, and it's the only drink I have because it's disgusting and strong. It's... uh. Brought to you by listener Sir Newt. It's just called Adios. And it's half a shot of vodka, gin, tequila, and uh, rum. And then another half a shot of blue curacao. Then some sweet and sour mix and some clear soda. And it tastes like butthole, Newt. Um <laughs> So thanks for that. Uh, this this bodes well for how I'm going to treat the party today. <sighs> we should do a roll-off, I think. Yeah, we should do a roll-off now that we're uh, rolling for the next episode and not rolling so I, for a bank. I think it's just Stephen Brooks. Yeah? Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm left. That sounds right. All right, Brooks. Time to face off. Face. Face off. <laughs> Gonna use my uh, dragon scale dice from Die Hard. I will too. Ooh. They did me pretty good. 12. They got me a 14. No, just a 4. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I was positive you were leaning into that. Just thing for that. Like, 14. <laughs> no. No. Uh, well. Everybody at home, you know what to do. Fuck my shit up. Give me some trash. It's hard. To, it's hard to believe that you're growing up and you're not doing that. Yeah, you know. <laughs> you know what we should. Proud we, of you. We, we should have gone back and forth. No, too many reversed. times. <laughs> <laughs> so, when last we met our heroes, they had 
traveled to Thrushmore, bought some stuff from Lost Co., and transported themselves to another plane, to Abaddon. And what they saw in front of them was a sprawling metropolis, much bigger than anything that can be found in the inner sea region of Galarian. At least ten times bigger. They see the eternal eclipse in the air, and the light here is permanently dim. What are you guys doing? Well, having done our scrying before we uh, shifted here, I think the next step in our plan is to teleport to Eclipse, right? Yeah. We had a plan. Let's go with it. All right, I was pulling up the table here. So we... This is not on any of our spell lists, so this is going to be a use magical device. Okay. First thing I'm going to need you all to do is roll me a perception check. Feels good to have uh, perception again. Uh, 22 here. 22. 25. 15. So, Matumbe and Herbert here. You hear the sound of fly buzzing grow louder, and you see figures approaching up the hill towards you. As they grow nearer, their grotesque figures create these warped shadows in the light of the eclipse. Steal yourselves, Airbear and Freya. We are not alone here. Will they reach us fairly soon? Are they getting pretty close? Yeah, it seems like they're moving almost supernaturally fast. Freya pulls out the new rod that she just got. And she starts casting a spell. This will help a little bit. And she casts Protection from Evil Communal uh, using her extended metamagic rod. So we're each going to get six minutes. And I will chug a... um, Fuck, why can I not think of the the name of it? It's not infusion. Elixir. Yeah. And I will chug an elixir of enlarged person. Okay, and as you do this, you hear a voice enter all of your minds. You look like such grand specimens. I think our master would praise us highly for bringing you to the pits. And I need you all to roll initiative. Except for you, Haley. Just sit tight. Oh, I, I, I get it. I'm, I'll, I'll be here. Moral support, please. Yep. Thank you. Yeah, I'll, I'll be here as your moral support. Uh, your IRL uh, lopper moral support. Matumbe, what you got? Uh, Ten total. Freya. Ah. Twenty. Herbert. Ten. Ten. What's your initiative, Matumbe? Uh, plus two. Six. There you go. I rolled quite poorly. 
Oh, I see oh, that no. mini. That's a big boy. That's a very large mini that is terrifying to see. Approaching you out of this weird twilight are two daemons. One in the shape of a blob. It kind of writhes and bubbles and as the bubbles pop you hear this otherworldly cackling. The other creature is an archer, a winged archer, this large demon and it cocks its bow at you. It's first to act and it is 40 feet in the air flying. Which one is that, the big boy? Yeah. It swoops down so that it is only 20 feet above the party and I need everyone to roll me a reflex save. Okay. Is he still in the same like spot or did he No, he swoops he swoops down so he's like basically right over the party. But 20 feet in the air. And don't forget your bonus from protection from evil. Oh, yeah. The creature vomits up a swarm of flies. Oh, uh, we don't Is like protection swarms. from evil a good spell? It is. Yes, it is. So don't good do good spells still act the same? They mm. still work, but their power is diminished. Gotcha. Well, I guess I'll go first. Uh, natural one brings it up to an eight. Okay. Uh, 25, unless this is a spell or a spell-like ability, and then it's a 27. Okay. How should we be doing the protection from evil? Uh, still plus two bonus. Uh, it's a plus two bonus, but if you have any, if you have like a cloak of resistance, that doesn't stack. It doesn't stack with that. Okay. Just click it on your sheet and your sheet will do it for you. Yeah, I, I was more curious of the current plane we're on. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, if it's a good spell, its effects are muted. I don't really know what that does. I don't think it's going to do much for protection from evil. Okay. In that case, 27. Okay. Twenty-nine points of damage for Matumbe. Oh, right and, out the gate. That's a uh, tough hit. And fourteen points of damage for the other two. As this swarm of flies descends on the party, and it creates this cloud that surrounds you in a twenty-foot square. So the twenty-foot square goes from Matumbe, the far end of Matumbe four squares to the east and then four squares to the south. Uh, all of you are also sickened for one minute. Wow, that's awful. <laughs> and that's going to last for five rounds. Or, sorry, the flies are going to last for five rounds. 
That is its turn. The next creature moves in to attack, and it seems unfazed by the swarming flies. It moves up to Freya, and you see this disgusting green trail behind it as it moves. I need you guys to mark off those squares as well. It attacks at Freya now. Uh, I don't believe an 18 will hit. That is correct. Will it hit your flat-footed? I don't think it will either. No, it won't even hit. Okay. Oh, no, it won't hit that either. Won't hit the flat-footed. Okay, the creature is gone, and now it's Freya's turn. Wait, the creature is gone? The or has, has, has gone. Has gone. Okay. Freya, I need you to make a fortitude save. This fortitude save. Well, give me the save, and then... 21 or a 22 if this is a poison spell or spell-like ability. It is a disease, and because you're where you are on the map, you fail. But you don't feel off. Instead, you feel it spreading. You can almost feel the infection in your fingertips and in your eyes and it feels like it spreads abnormally fast through your entire body. I would say our start on Abaddon is poor. <laughs> yeah. Best. I have a question about a new spell that Freya prepared. It's called Ashen Path, and it grants creatures touch the ability to breathe air with ease that's contaminated with ash spores, dust, smoke, or the light and has no ill effects of airborne Ill, uh, irritants and contaminants and gains a saving throw against magical effects. And you can see through magical obscuring effects. Does this cloud of flies apply? Or are the particles too big? This is something different. Yeah, it's too big. Uh, the flies aren't providing any sort of concealment though. So okay, you can see fine through them. You think it's probably gonna hurt if you stay in here though. The creature that's flying, if Freya moves, it, she would not provoke an attack of opportunity from the flying creature, just the, uh, like, blob creature. Yeah, the flying creature is 20 feet in the air, and you Freya. don't think its reach is that long. <laughs> Freya's going to move, so she's outside of the cloud. Okay, she will be attacked. Natural 20. Ugh. Let me roll to confirm here. Natural one to confirm, will not confirm. Hey, that's something. That is something. You take 12 points of damage and two points of acid damage. I'm going to need another fortitude save. A 22 or a 24? 22 fails. Oh, oh yikes. Um, again, you feel this wave of sickness course through you and um, and you feel like your lymph nodes start to swell. That's all that happens. This is really not good. At least Freya is outside of the cloud now and she can still at least have one action. Since the group is still all fairly together, Freya casts Blessing of Fervor. So, uh, Everyone will get that. Sounds good. 
It's Air Bear's turn. Air Bear, first things first. I need you to make a fortitude save. All right. Uh, I don't. I don't like the sounds of all of these saves, so I'm actually gonna spend uh, a point of resolve to uh, roll twice here. And it's a pretty good thing that I did. You said fortitude. Mm-hmm. Twenty-six. Twenty-six. You don't feel sick. Fantastic. All right, so Bear Bear is going to take a five-foot step diagonal back out of the cloud, activate his boots, and then use another point of resolve to shake off the sickened condition. Okay. Is that your turn? Or yeah, that's it. Okay. Yep. Atumbe, make a fortitude save. My fortitude is not great. So, based off what I've heard, it's a pretty low chance I'm succeeding this. Hmm. Dirty 20 wouldn't do it. However, perhaps if I spent some inspiration, that would do it for me. Okay, that's going to be close. 23. 23. You don't feel sick? Nice. <laughs> All right. That was, that was scary. You close. Yeah. Oh, we also haven't addressed the voices in our heads. Not, I guess, all of Matumbe's, but the one that spoke to us. I wish we would have done that. I wish I would have done that. Okay, well, I'm going to... Uh, roll some knowledge checks here. First on the slug thing on the ground. Yep, that's planes. planes. 29. You know that that is a um, sepsy daemon and you have three questions. Defenses, weaknesses, special attacks. Okay. It has uh, DR10. And energy resistance to cold, electricity, and fire. I would like to change my second question. What is the damage reduction? Okay. Uh, damage reduction, DR10, good or silver. Okay. Um, it is also immune to acid, critical hits, death effects, disease, poison, and precision damage. Okay. So that was two. What's the last one? Uh, weaknesses weaknesses it has no weakness all right how about the boy up top planes yep okay that is going to be a little better that is 35 35 you get three questions defenses defenses this creature also has dr and energy resistance to cold electricity and fire it's immune to acid death effects disease and poison what is the damage reduction? Damage reduction in this case is also DR10, good or silver. Okay. Um, let's skip weaknesses on this one. Let's see special attacks. Special attacks, it has Breath of Flies, which it just used on you. Uh, it can only do that once per minute, but it's a cone of flies, and it leaves a lingering aura of flies that lasts 
1d4 plus 1 rounds. Anything that stays in the aura of flies takes 46 damage okay. at the end of its turn. And then um, it can also imbue... You see it has a bow on it. It can imbue all of its attacks with the bow uh, with a disease as like the spell Contagion. So Matumbe relays this information to the rest of the party. He keys on the Blessing of Fervor for an extra attack. He banes using the Battle Axe <gasps> against uh, Outsider, against the thing on the ground in front of him. Mm-hmm. So let's see what I can do here. Oh, motherfucker. 17 probably doesn't hit. Nope. There we go. Uh, 32. 32 hits. And then 10 won't hit. All right, so one hit off there. Regular weapon damage, too. It's going to be 27 points of damage. Is that... And is that, that was, that was Bane, so that goes up to silver. Um, and then he is going to step back a couple feet outside of this uh, swarm of flies. Okay. Wait, how'd you attack a bunch of times and then move Oh, I'm sorry. Feet? You're right. The only thing I could do is take a five-foot step back, so okay. I'm still inside there. So you're also going to take 12 points of damage. Ouch. Okay. For remaining in the flies. It's now this large demon that's flying around's turn. It's going to fire its bow. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, with your knowledge, as you would have known this too, they both have spell resistance. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's going to fire its bow twice at Freya. This isn't going to be good. Okay. Uh, the first one is a 24. That does not hit uh, because of the blessing of fervor and life. The next one's a 32. Yeah, that one hits. Okay. 12 points of damage, and I need you to make me a fortitude save. 17 or 19. Yep. You fail. You start to have a fever. You start to sweat underneath your armor. Uh, You start to feel ill. That's all that happens. Next in the order is this creature. It moves up to Air Bear. I need you to, every step it moves through, place a marker. It's That's a five-foot step to Air Bear, so it's going to attack twice at him. If it wants to, it doesn't have to take a five-foot. It can do the the L shape and, and make it a full movement action if it wants. If it wants, but I think I'm just going to go for this. <laughs> just walk all the way around you? Yeah. Maybe it likes its trail of slime. Yeah, you don't know what that does. Um, so the first is a 28 to hit. Then a natural one. Then finally, a 30. Okay, so two hits coming at you. I need two fortitude saves. Does it matter the order? Uh, It does not. You take 10 points of regular damage, two points of acid damage, and then 
seven points of regular damage and another two points of acid damage. Okay. I will just tell you my lowest fortitude because I know the other one passes. Uh, actually, I'm not sure. Lowest one's a 19. 19 fails. What's the next lowest? 26. Okay, that should be okay. And you start to not feel well. How, uh, not well? Or would I not know my condition? You wouldn't know your condition. Next in the order is Freya. Make a fortitude save. Oh. Freya, Abir and I cannot touch the one in the sky. It is up to you. Unless you cast jump on yourself and use the lopper's legs. Oh, good to know. Also, you are an enlarged person. It's 20 feet in the air. 20 feet in the air for Shaq? Yeah, I guess he doesn't really jump, does he? Uh, 11 or 13. Okay, at this point, I need one more fortitude save. Oh, no. Emily. I'm going to use... Gotta you're gonna, you're gonna die today. on Absalom. I, no, uh, Abaddon. Abaddon. I, I keep changing up my dice. I don't have, like... Look, I'm not rolling right now to soak up some of the bad ones, because it was me. I had a streak of that for a while. It's not me today, so... Who needs a cleric? Certainly not us on another plane. No. And not Matumbe when he's being a jerk. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I have anything, but... Here we go. An 18. Or 20. You have suffered from five separate diseases from emissaries of the horsemen of pestilence. And so you are corrupted. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, no. You feel the sickness build, and you are plagued. This is not good. Freya's whole life has been dedicated to curing disease, and now she's the one that carries it. Does that have like a yeah, immediate well, mechanical what effects yeah, what is or what? I, or is, is it something we're going to figure out later with like a lingering corruption kind of a thing? Well, it is certainly a lingering corruption. Yeah, I was trying to look for the name of it in the... Right now, you take a minus two on all saving throws to resist contracting a new disease. But- and what was your alignment? I believe I am neutral... Neutral good. You are true neutral. <gasps> nice. Freya's no longer good? Aha! This plane sucks. I think this might be Emily getting her first, or uh, getting her corruption, like, for real. Like, Griven threatened us all with the corruption at some point. Hold on one second. Yeah, I don't know if her, uh, god can... That's what I'm looking up right now. If you can be a cleric of a rastal, be true neutral. I think oh, they're that's good. Two steps away. Yeah, I think it is. That's yeah. two steps away. Because he's lawful good. Yeah, she can't be a cleric of a rastal. You what? are nothing. A rastal is lawful good, 
And so being true neutral, Freya is not within the one step oh, no. oh, to be no. a cleric of you. Erastil. Oh, I've, I'm so sorry. Is this, I don't like this plane. Is this a real corruption or is this something different, Griffin? So, wait, are we stuck here? Yeah, we're stuck here. She can't oh, fucking cast. Yeah. What, what the happened? I have Come never on. Looked, I've never looked up what happened. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> she took never the time. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Wait, no, we're stuck. We're done. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> we're stuck. Yeah. This is it. I think Brooks is going home. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down, Max. We'll figure something out. Leaving the room. Did you? Oh no, that would have been. Emily's frantically looking for something, some decision I'm just here. To look up like what happens to a cleric, because I I know there are. I think there are things. I would keyword search ex clerics. <laughs> <laughs> With some further inspection, Freya, as an ex cleric can become a channeler of the unknown. So this is a new archetype that can be taken uh, by an ex-member immediately upon becoming an ex-member of that class. And this is going to replace quite a bit of her abilities, but it does allow her to cast some spells so she's not just a common archer. Losing all of her divine spellcasting ability. So what I'm going to do is by you taking that archetype, and you will figure that out, um, I will let you keep your prepared spells for this combat. Because you will be getting them, not from Arasal anymore, but you will be getting spells. And so it is still your turn after those saves. You could be a carpenter as well with that hammer. Rather than an archer. Yeah. Freya's got so many opportunities. Yeah? These corruptions are just fun this opportunities. Is a, this is a, yeah, this is a huge opportunity <laughs> for you. Yeah. <laughs> You're getting a lot of good exposure. Exposure to uh, unknown diseases. things that give you channels. Yeah, exposure to five diseases, Emily. Make a fortitude save, Jesus. I am so bad at saves in general, and Freya is feeling awful because of it. And also disoriented. She just lost her connection with her god. That, like, the shift in power has got to... And she's already sickened, so... She is just all out of sorts. She looks up to the creature up in the sky and this blob that has been affecting her. And she's just, she doesn't know what to do. So she channels all of her energy into some sort of holy smite. Not quite the holy power that she knows. Just don't get yourself in that aura now. Yeah, she backs it up <laughs> enough that uh, none of the party is within the the aura, and it's a 20-foot radius, so should be able to uh, reach the flying creature and also the blob on the ground. 
she doesn't even speak at this point. She kind of, she takes a knee flavorfully and just looks up, reaches out an arm and just pushes the the holy power out towards these creatures and I need them to make a will save. All right. The flying guy gets a 30. The other, the blob gets a 13. All right. The big guy saves and so he's only going to take half but the smaller creature does not and so it will take full damage and is actually blinded for a round okay 26 points of damage for the blob and then 13 for the guy in the sky okay air bear I do believe that there is a wills or a fortitude save I should be making Yes, there is. Awesome. I'm going to use some resolve for that one. No guarantees. Uh, 21. 21 fails. Gross. You also feel like you have a fever. Matumbe. Or no, sorry. <laughs> Do the rest of your turn, please. Awesome. Actually, uh, so with the knowledges that Matumbe pointed out, and the weapons that I have, I don't believe I'd be able to do any damage to it. Potentially not a ton. I mean, your shtick is kind of attacking a bunch of times. With that, he is going to activate his challenge against this blob. <laughs> What's that sound like? Well, you've been enough of a pain for me, so you deserve this. Interesting. Um, pretty sure I missed on all of these, actually. Does uh, 19 hit? Nope. Okay, so then all three of those miss. Oof. Yeah, right? Also not great. Uh, definitely don't need to worry about crits this time. Not like it would have mattered anyways. Uh, 27. 27 will hit. Got one attack. 23. 23 points of damage. And then I'm going to five foot step closer to Freya. So diagonal. Sure, just keeping out of that fly swarm. Mm-hmm. Just, just barely skirting around it and say, I do not uh, feel very well. I could use just a tad of healing. Okay, Matumbe. All right, cool. So Matumbe right now is just a bit in this fly swarm because he is in his enlarged persona. He is within 10 feet of this blob. Um... I'm going to continue the extra attack blessing of fervor and go to town on this thing. So first of all, he is going to flavor tip his newsboy cap to him <laughs> using the Leopardstat investigator's hat. So adding a plus three to this roll because that was the inspiration that I used to identify this creature. Let's see if it does anything for me. First attack. This is going to be a full attack and then I'm planning on five footing step away. Okay. That might do it actually. Uh, 34. Oh yeah. Sweet. Uh, next attack. Natural two is not going to do it. Third attack. 
Uh, Natural City's not going to do it, and I probably should have said I was banning, but I didn't, so whatever. Um, that is going to be... Nice, okay. 23 points of damage, because I did not bane. Okay. The top of the round is this daemon in the sky, and it it continues to fire at Freya. I can't heal myself anymore. <laughs> oh no. Okay. Um, Thirty-four and yeah. a twenty-seven. Oh yeah, that just beats by one. 14 points of non-lethal damage. And I need you to make me two fortitude saves. Just so you know, I'm at 37 out of 77 hit points with 14 non-lethal on top. Okay. All of you should be reporting that because my creature has constant death watch. That's right. We got 52 out of 93. 67 of 102. Uh, Eclipse, do you want to? Nope. nope. Well, she's she's, just, doing, she's doing just fine. I'm great. <laughs> Relaxing with the book in this house. All right, so first roll. Finally rolled something halfway decent. So that's a 26. And then the second one, not so great with a 12. Yeah, the 12 fails. Um... Because of your corruption, the 26 also fails. Uh, no! You are very sick. And you actually start to get these black, swelling buboes. That's gross, right? On Bubos? your body. I don't know what those are. Buboes? I think it's kind of like from the bubonic plague like you have oh, yeah. like swollen lymph nodes that are like turning well they call them yet. buboes that's think, why it's called hmm, the bubonic I plague didn't, I, yeah. I didn't know that I think it's rooted in latin um yeah this is not good Freya it's the other creature's turn it has scent well it probably smells us all pissing ourselves yeah probably uh so it's gonna it can detect you because it is within 30 feet. Um, and knowing where you are, it's going to move up five feet and... Five uh, feet exactly where? Five feet uh, to be right in front of Air Bear. And it smells the sickness coming off of Freya, so it attacks twice at her. Oh, I can't handle this. 19 and an 18 on the die will both hit. Final attack uh, is only a 19 total, which won't hit. First attack, eight points of non-lethal and two points of acid. Second attack, 
Seven points of non-lethal and one point of acid. Where are you at? I am at 34 out of 77 hit points with 29 points of non-lethal damage. So you'll go down the next time you take non-lethal. Yep. We need to leave. Uh, It's Freya's turn. All right, guys, this is kind of crazy. Plane shift is one action. If Freya takes a five-foot step, draws the tuning fork, and we plane shift out of here. I don't think that's crazy at all. I mean, this is self-preservation. We haven't we haven't done anything to the guy flying except like a little holy smite damage from you. Yeah, and we and and, oh. and, and by the way, once you're gone, what do you think Matume and Air Bear are gonna do about it? I'm gonna Nothing. pull out my uh, light bow because that does. Plenty of damage. Oh, don't worry. I have my plus one corrosive uh, crossbow that I'm very good with. Oh, see, yeah, me and you both. Just a couple of archers. So, actually, that might not work. Um, so, <laughs> a, I know, I'm sorry. Come on. A channeler of the hope. unknown. You gave us hope to shoot us in the foot again. Has one fewer spell slots per spell level. And I only get two level five spells that are not domained. So, I think that so means I lose. The I lost yeah, the you've prepared. Used it. So, we're stuck on this plane for now. Don't you, don't we have a spell of teleport that we could just take anywhere in this plane to leave? It would be like in the backpack. Oh. And it would be a use magical device. Yeah. So Freya does have remove sickness prepared. Would it gives a bonus on disease, nausea, and sickening effects, and if it's already under the influence, the effect is suppressed for the duration of the spell. So with that at least, like... That suppresses your sickened for, like, your minute-long sickened. But, like, the disease she's... The diseases aren't currently oh, giving like you a negative... Okay. The many diseases. <laughs> I mean, you know, good news... Once you uh, pick your domain, if you pick luck, you would never have to prepare freedom of movement again because it would be one of your given domain. Okay, you get two of them a day actually for free. Sorry, just just think of all the different types of clerics you can build from Abaddon. Oh, (laughs) I don't like that idea. Uh, And my use magical device is super low right now, so I don't think I could even like efficiently do the teleport scroll either oh don't worry air bears got that just kidding <laughs> i got a plus 10 umd you can start you can start channeling entropy yeah i was looking at that i don't think i'll hit the creature though so i'd have to- is it the same range what? a 30 foot radius because he's only 20 feet in the air yeah oh so i could he- reach him mm-hmm. all right so what, a will save from both of them? Yeah, Freya, instead of channeling her positive energy, she looks inside of herself to try to heal like Herbert was asking for. And all she can say is, I can't reach it. And lets out this burst of chaos, essentially entropy, and has enough 
wherewithal to uh, selectively channel and miss her companions and send out this harmful energy to uh, the creatures attacking us. Yeah, to to Erber and Matumbe, this looks like an equally as violent swarm of flies just erupting out of Freya, these shadowy flies, and they dart in between the flies that are already there, dispersing them, and hit these two daemons. All right. One has a 25, the other has a 24. All right, both of those succeed, so they're going to take half damage. 21 total, so they'll take 10 damage each. You destroy the um, the blob-looking daemon. There we go. Oh, thank goodness. Air bear. This also means those fortitude saves are over. Oh. Time being. That's good. That's really good. For the time being, is uh. I don't know what, but even la- uh, last turn, I forgot. Uh, Airbear will uh, start his turn with uh, just kind of looking up and trying to address whatever voice it was that we heard when we first got here. What is it that you want? I don't understand. Our master seeks combatants, mortal souls. Well, if that is uh, what you want, have we not been in combat already? I... What? Clearly, uh, fight more than this? I don't... Where? When? Who? Uh, but we need to be alive to be combatants. Make a sense motive. Okie doke. Actually, make a diplomacy here, I think. You're pleading for your life. Didn't have a high diplomacy from the beginning. Or a, a bonus. I rolled average. 14. I don't require your life, mortal, but you keep resisting, and that's making you harder to bring in. We'll come in willingly. I just... See? uh, Just, uh, I mean, tell us where we need to go. We don't need to be hot anymore. We would not be making good combatants if we are mostly dead or Think, think about the combat. How fun would it really be if we are already dead? Just, we could be so much more if we are alive. Drop your weapons then. Uh, can everyone else hear this out loud? I mean, I, I've been saying this out loud. Or Air Bear. Yeah. And, yeah, and I think the voice he's, and, he's, and all tele- the other. he's telekinetically projecting his response to all of you. 
Okay. If you're speaking aloud. If you were responding to him telekinetically, he would only be talking to you. But if you're speaking aloud, he's projecting that. Yeah, he, he was a... I mean, a, I, yeah, he was addressing the sky. So, not necessarily the creature. But, yeah, um, he would at, at least look back to his fellow companions and kind of, like, shrug noticing where we are and like giving the the head nod and putting uh, definitely not acting threateningly and as soon as everyone else everyone else gives him the head nod uh, he will officially put them away but he will put them at his side like he were to be able so here's a problem for me uh, Matsume is going to look down at his arm and say, What say you, Vance? Live to fight another day, or the two of us die before finding Eclipse? You're no good to me, Dad. You're a lot weaker than I thought you were. <laughs> All right, cold. In, that's cold. Turn yourself in, <laughs> and we'll see if we can get you out of this. Right, because I like literally can't drop this thing without his permission or whatever. Mm-hmm. Make one of them pick it up. <laughs> so I would, I would cheat. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Oh, you know what? That's fine. Yeah, I don't think Vance just lets you drop him on the ground. Right, I figured it's like because yeah. Air Bear sheathed his blades. I figured I could put it on his, my belt or something. Yeah, that's cool. Freya half-heartedly puts her bow away and just kind of slumps she is close to passing out and super sick and lost her connection to her deity and is just completely giving up and the creature takes this as a sign to fly down and the first thing it does is it attaches this magically resonating necklace clamps it over each of your necks before putting you in manacles chained to each other and it leads you down the hill and towards this sprawling massive city and you find yourself down the winding streets and alleys before this daemon thrusts you into what looks like a throne room and there's a creature sitting there medium sized all but skin and bones and you can see him rattle you can hear the rattling as he kind of moves around he keeps twitching around in his chair with excitement and you see in a similar uh, in a similar necklace and shackled a similar way is an elf woman next to the throne and the figure rises out of his seat and claps his bony hands together and you just hear bone against bone a clap
clicking and a rattling. And he's wearing this kind of garish finery. Uh, and he has like an instrument strung across his back. Well, my name is Lopsop the Bemused. And I'm so glad to have a few more fighting shape mortals in my retinue. The girl you see beside me is Tulia. And, you know, I've been. I've just been itching to find worthwhile subjects to join her party. You see, we have a bit of a tournament. A tournament happening soon. Unfortunately, I can't just use her. You know, no, no. This year, this year we need teams. We have to have teams. It's going to be a spectacle. We're going to have so much fun. But I needed a team and I didn't have a team. And Tulia here, poor Tulia, she was never going to get to perform. She was never going to get to compete. What were we going to do? Well, lo and behold, my Outriders found you. They found you out in the desolate waste. And what have we here? Four capable combatants now. All four of you can work together. Now you will be under my employ. Well, not my employ. You will be my slaves, but I did let you live, didn't I? Didn't my boys let you live? They did. And so, here we are, and everyone is alive, and... Well, Tulia can tell you the rest. I am so pleased to have you here. And he kind of grins this lipless grin at everybody. And you can see he's, like, manic. You could roll me a knowledge planes if you want. Yeah, I'd like to do that. Brant's gonna try to aid. <laughs> you didn't lose your knowledges. I don't think so, but no, they you went didn't. down. I'm kidding. Twenty-six. Freya aids. Twenty-eight. Okay, with a twenty-eight, you recognize this as a, a Thanid Damon, and what that is is one of the ferrymen of the River Styx. Oh. And this one, in particular, looks to have um, bardish attire on, as if he uh, he may moonlight as an entertainer, or at least enjoy being entertained. You also know that if you're in a ta- if you're in a city with uh, with like fighting tournaments, a city this large in Abaddon, and with Slaves, mortal slaves. Mm-hmm. You're probably in the city of awaiting consumption, and you know that it's very rare for slaves to be freed in this area. The daemons enjoy torturing and torturing and cultivating slaves to uh, to fight in gladiatorial rings or to do the mundane tasks of. Uh, of the city and there are actually there's a two to one ratio of mortals in this city to daemons so mortals are very common in this place laps up my friend I believe I understand where we are and what I also know about this place that it's very abnormal for a mortal to leave with his life and his freedom why should we participate in this tournament? 
To what spoils go the victor? <laughs> well, well, the, the spoils, they, they go to me. They go to me. But, um, no. So, in order to participate in one of these tournaments, uh, every daemon has to bring a party, bring a party of mortals that they've cultivated, and then they participate in the gladiatorial tournament and, and other tournaments and fighting contests and all, all other manner of entertainment. And the daemons, we reap the spoils of, uh, you know, if our team is the victor. However, I am Lopsop the Bemused. I enjoy being entertained. Now, Tulia will tell you, um, I'm not like other demons, as cliche as that is to say. I like to reward good entertainment. And so, being that this is my tournament and I'm excited to host this tournament, well, the victors of my tournament this year will be receiving seals of protection and seals of protection are very important in awaiting consumption as you probably know since you know the place but they will allow you to be a merchant or a, a, a mortal that can be protected from the daemons such as myself you will be a normal citizen in awaiting consumption and so you can go about your regular business and not worry about becoming a slave again it's quite a good system that we have and also a good incentive for you to work for me and for me to uh, reap the benefits of you succeeding. Also, have you had you not uh, wanted to work for me, well, I could have my uh, daemon associates and my outriders and my other friends kill you, um, which I assume you would not like because you have come to this realm for some sort of reason or by some sort of accident, and I'm not really sure which, but I don't really care which because you're here now. And so... Does that seem acceptable to you? And maybe you would participate in this tournament, or should I find other uh, adventurers of your stock somewhere in the abyss, which will be difficult and will be upsetting to me, which may make me torture you before I kill you, which would not be great for anybody, but might be great for me, and at least give me a little bit of benefit uh, for having this failure of my outriders to find people that would be willing to fight for me. Before, before you go on uh, much further, Yes, to your answer, uh, we will fight for you. Uh, yes, uh, correct. No, it seems that my yes. outriders did a bit of damage to you, and I couldn't have that with a tournament, and then with a tournament you have to be tip-top shape, and so... Well, we do have some slaves that have some uh, divine power that might be able to help, and might be able to fix you a little bit, and so that you will be fighting shape, and you will be tip-top, but I am talking a bit too much. You should get to know your new friend, Tulia, who will be fighting with you. Tulia, introduce yourself, my dear. Hey, y'all. It's a real pleasure to meet you. Well, now you're all introduced, and you should be best friends. Oh, I do believe you'll be best friends. I think that that'll be one of the best friendships any of any of the demons have brought into the mortal realm, and um, none of these mortals are going to be better friends than you. Why don't you all get acquainted in in the in the slaves' quarters? I, I say that, but you are our top priority, our top competitors. This is my tournament. I don't want to be embarrassed. I refuse to be embarrassed. Actually, if you embarrass me, you you may die as well. Um, don't embarrass me. But uh, feather beds, feather mattresses, you, you should be comfortable. Won't they be comfortable? Won't they be comfortable, Tulia? They'll be comfortable. It's really a comfy place. Don't worry. Well, you can give them the lowdown. Get them, get them adjusted. And they're merely freshmen in this, in this realm. But we'll make accommodations. We'll make this work. Um, 
I'll lead you down to your uh, quarters myself. And he takes you down the hallway, and it's on this same floor, actually pretty close to the throne room. And you see, uh, you can actually start to hear through the walls slightly the sound of a crowd outside. You think you might actually be in some sort of coliseum type structure. Yes, yes, we make fast friends. Um, what does Tulia look like? Oh, yeah. So Tulia is an elf. Um, she is an elf. She's got blonde, very curly hair. I actually cast her as like 90s era Nicole Kidman, where she has all of her very curly hair, um, but blonde, um, like she, Nicole Kidman is currently. Um, so kind of that's her... Uh, who she's cast as she's currently wearing a set of uh, kind of tiny red lens glasses and a standard red dress and red lipstick uh, and she's an elf so she's very tall and uh, beautiful have we seen any other uh, slaves yet you did see them as you entered awaiting consumption. They're pretty much everywhere in, in this city. It's hard to miss them. Uh, many people are shackled. Some are not. Uh, the shackled ones you think are maybe headed to be traded in some way, but a lot of um, a lot of mortals in this city walk around with just these collars, the collars that you're all currently wearing. Uh, and don't have to be shackled up, but are performing various tasks in the streets. So you would have seen that as you approached this um, this massive structure where uh, this throne room is. Got it. And do they look similar to what Tulia is wearing? In terms of uh, their elegance. garb? Or, uh, yeah. No, no, they don't. Okay. She looks like she is getting some sort of special treatment here. Well, you all have fun. Um, I'm but going to... Uh, before you go, uh, I, uh, it's not really uh, my place to ask. I, I very much so apologize, Sia. Uh, the healing, uh, best combatants uh, at the uh, tip-top shape. I'll have some of my healing slaves come and uh, they'll deal with you. They'll, uh, they'll fix you up. They'll make you feel better, but... Um, I have to go drink because I'm very thirsty, and you know, if I if I get sober for too long, I get a little angry. Isn't that right, Tuli? I need to uh, I need to go deal with this, um, and I need to go deal with the events. The events will start tomorrow. Tomorrow is going to be a very exciting day. We'll do the ceremony. We'll do the the lights, the sound, the action, and all of you will perform as I expect you to, which is phenomenally. If you don't, then well, we'll have a difficult day afterwards if you are not killed. But. We'll deal with that when we get to it, won't we? We're all friends here. You're working for me. You'll, uh, if you work for me, I do well. If you work for me and you do well, you will also be freed. There's, there's, there's hardly anything to worry about. Yes. 
No, I haven't really had any uh, rat folk slaves. I've, uh, you know, you are one of the first that I've ever had, and I'm very excited to see what you can do because you're so small. And usually, things in small packages are very difficult to unwrap. But uh, given that you seem to have some swords and some mobility, I'm thinking that you might be easy to unwrap, or at least better at unwrapping others from their skin and their bones. That uh, can uh, be av- arranged. Well, then I suppose that I am very perceptive and I should I deserve an award. An award may be in the form of uh, me going to watch a show later today. Uh, I will reward myself accordingly. Thank you. Yes. And he kind of saunters off and you hear the rattling of his bones as he does so. Uh, and he has this jauntiness in his step because he's finally formulated his team. How does he get drunk by drinking? He has like a thin layer of flesh over the bones. Oh, okay. All right. It's Wait. just, he's literally so thin and that he's literally basically skin oh, and bones. Oh, okay. He, he's, so, he's so skin and bones that you can hear him rattle, even though he, he basically has like a small layer of skin and stuff over his bones. I mean, I, I knew I liked this guy from the beginning. It just makes me like him even more. You can hardly find organs in here. I mean, look at me. You can wear all the organs. I don't even know. I wasn't born knowing where my organs would be, and nobody ever told me. It's not something you learn in Damon College. So who he went to college? Oh, and everybody's gone to college here in Abaddon. It's a thing. We have to deal with the contracts that people are making in hell, and sometimes they try and make contracts with us, and we need to know legalese. Lawyer. Yeah, Lops up, Esquire. <laughs> Lops up, the bemused Esquire. <laughs> All right, uh, we're in the cell. So you find yourself in a spacious cell, um, and it does have, as Lops up described, uh, feather mattresses. Uh, it's a pretty, <laughs> pretty fancy for a cell. You have uh, individual bathrooms. You have kind of like. It's strange like a running water or at least something that is magically creating the water in the room. Um, And you have kind of these amenities. What are you doing? Tulia, this man Lapsav says he will grant our freedom if we win this tournament. Do you believe that's the truth? You would know better than us. It seems you've become a little bit of a pet to this creature. Well, yeah, he does it every year. Every year someone gets freed. How many years have you been here? Quite a few. Have you ever participated? Not yet. This is my first year. And the participants, the winners, they go free? Free? No strings. If you speak the truth, this may be our only way out. He looks at Air Bear. I mean, I know Air Bear took some hits, but he's holding it together. But Freya. Freya. If we enter the arena tomorrow, will you be able to perform? Z. I, I saw some behavior out of you towards the end of that combat that I would consider uncharacteristic. And Z. Nodes? I. Guess on your uh, skin are they healable? 
can I do a heal check on myself before I answer them? Yep. 20? You think that the buboes that were on your body were consistent with the bubonic plague, uh, but they're mysteriously not present. And the the rest of you can kind of smell it on Freya. Freya, you feel fine now. It's been a couple of hours. You don't feel sick anymore. But the rest of you can smell this like... It, it smells like a sick ward. Ugh. It, it smells like both something used to disinfect and also like just the lingering scent of sickness. I'm feeling a little better than I was before. What I really need is just some rest and some healing. Maybe that's all I need. There's... I just... I'm disconnected. It's okay. Uh, here, take uh, take a seat on the bed and uh, uh, rest your head. I'm I, a bit uh, surprised you can't uh, heal yourself, but but. Uh, uh, a vaunt, perhaps? Uh, I could probably give you some help. Well, uh, you've. Uh, well, it seems like our, our savior might be here. I've gotten a little rest now. Just, just let me try. Just one more time. And she tries to cast. She tries to channel again, selectively not hurting anyone around us, uh, but it has the same effect. Like, she can't channel her positive energy even though she's desperately trying to gain back her connection to Arastal. But it's like a, like a, a misfire, like there's something not not connecting right there. Yeah. Zia is... Is that this okay? Uh, Tulia, will you please help us in some sort of way? I, I know this is uh, very uh, soon to ask. I mean, we're supposed to be partners, right? So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so Tulia will um, cast a spell on Freya and all she'll need to make sure she does is rub a small drop of uh, an undisclosed liquid on you and then you will heal 40 points over the next minute. Awesome, thank you. Does she feel evil? She would if she didn't have a special ability with her new archetype that causes her to never have an alignment. Yeah, I don't Detective. give off a detectable alignment. Otherwise, she would feel evil. Because that was greater infernal healing. Oh, boy. It's We're just 
going all downhill this episode. <laughs> and I think, you know, after a little bit of time, uh, a couple of, again, necklace-wearing um, individuals come to the come to the holding area and will channel some positive energy uh, cast some removed disease especially on Air Bear uh, they try to do so with Freya because they think you know you guys have all said oh she's sick do something and um, fail like anything they, they attempt it's just they they figure she must be fine. Uh, they do the same. I don't know if Matumbe contracted anything. No, I didn't, but I have two conditions on my sheet. Was was the sickened from the fight temporary? I yeah, it was I'm just sure a minute long. Yeah. Um, he he is still suffering from his fatigue from not sleeping last night. I don't know if there's anything they can yeah, do Yeah, I mean, they that. can cast a lesser restoration on you and cure okay. your fatigue. That doesn't get rid of the point of influence. That's fine. I just don't want to be fatigued. <laughs> so you said the healing is... We've, we've got all our healing. Yep. Yeah, you guys are healed to full. Uh, pampered combatants in Lopsop's grand tournament. What that is, only Tulia has an idea. Tulia, we're entering a tournament. What might we face? He said combatants. So I don't believe this is a tournament of a sporting event or a challenge of the mind. I think our blades will be wet with blood on the morrow. That's just the thing with Lopsop. You never know. I've been here many years. It's changed. Every year I've been here. You never know what you're going to get. Could be anything. Last year it was singles, there weren't even teams. You could almost say that life is like a box of chocolates. You never know. I mean, I guess so, but we should really talk about strengths and weaknesses. We're a team, right? So, what you got? It seems fate has thrust the mantle of teamwork upon us. I bring... An axe. <laughs> <laughs> that was a hard pause. Well, halfway through, I started thinking about Gimli saying, and my axe. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, yes. The axe and the sharp tool of my ever-precise mind. Very good words. <laughs> My blades are quite sharp and extremely precise. Freya looks down at her hands and her holy symbol that she's lost her connection to. I'm not really sure what to bring. I'm still connected to something. I can still channel and cast some spells. But I won't be able to help as much as I normally do. At least to heal. 
I'm gonna do more harm. I don't really have a choice. We find ourselves in an evil place, Freya. Doing harm is what is going to get us out of this unfortunate situation we find ourselves in. I just hope we don't lose ourselves along the way. There has been a time when I have found myself in a, I guess, a similar situation. Uh, And all I can say about this is we have to fight our way through it. And you, Tulia, what do you bring to the table? Well, I'd like to say my intelligence and creativity. We've already got that covered, thank you. <laughs> well, we might go on eye for eye on intelligence. Legitimately, my score is 24. <laughs> So is mine. Yes. <laughs> we, are going, we are going eye for eye. That's what I thought. <laughs> but that doesn't tell us anything about what you actually do. What, what can you do in combat? It doesn't matter just about combat. That's what I'm trying to tell you. It's general strengths and weaknesses. I got a lot of stuff I can do. Got a lot of creativity. Got a lot of items. I make a, I make almost all of them myself. And gotta use stuff that you got any way we can. So I bring a lot of creativity. Will we be getting any advance notice on what we'll be facing? Even an hour would be a huge benefit. Yeah, we do get right about an hour. That'll be helpful. I can at least prepare a few spells that will be targeted for whatever we face. It won't be many. But I think I can tap into something new now. Oh, I almost forgot. When you're preparing those spells, make sure it's something fun. One of the most important things with Lapscop you gotta be entertaining. First of all, be entertaining. Second, survive. That's the only way to make it out. So smile, wave, wink. You gotta, you gotta play your audience here. That is quite smart. We will entertain the crowd, whatever it means to get us out of here. Yeah, think about some good personalities going into the stadium. Wanna really bring it big. Got a real chipper bunch here. <laughs> bunch of big personalities. Big personalities. She's like, that's why she's gonna just keep like, maybe stare a little bit harder at Matumbe specifically. <laughs> <laughs> I'm possessed by a ghost. I'm the walking bubonic plague. I'm a rat with dead arms. <laughs> just the shit. And a chipper elf. And a chipper kind elf. <laughs> We have so much charisma between us. <laughs> I, I don't think that's true. <laughs> I have no charisma. Oh, no. Uh, Freya has the tiniest bit of charisma, but 
She's not the most entertaining. Zero. Oh shit, we have no charisma. <laughs> uh, and with that realization, I think we'll finish our drinks and prepare ourselves for the tournament of a lifetime in Abaddon. Yeah. We'll see you next week. Dear God. I knew it and can't wait. Oh boy.